Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, everyone. We are chilling in studio. Got my husband on the co-host, Mike. How we doing, honey? I'm doing good, hon. How you doing? I'm great. And I'm so excited for our guest today. She has been on the podcast in the past. This was so long ago. I was like six months pregnant. But welcome back. <laughs> Two shenanigans, Lindsay Palos. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. I always feel like the like Bravo fan VIP. Like I've managed to meet all you guys. Oh my God, I love that. And I'm like, everyone listening should be very jealous. <laughs> jealous. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy to have you back here. I want to catch up on how everything is going over the past year and a half, almost, God, almost two years. That's so wild. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It, time flies. I've had a whole human I know things on your vision board have come to fruition and yeah. I just want to get in on all of that, catch up and yeah. Let's do it. I'm excited. I'm down. Let's get into it. Honey? Yes, ma'am. You want to kick us off? Well, I guess the first one is let's tell everybody, we've, we've introduced you obviously two years ago, Yeah. but there's some fun facts that I didn't know about and that was you know, where are you from and how did you end up in LA? Because you went to LSU. Yeah, graduated from LSU. Ooh, Death, mm-hmm. Is that Death Valley? De- yeah, that's what. Is, how did you know that? Yeah, well, that's we call I, it Death Valley. When I first moved over here, I was in Phoenix training, and I ended up training with Odell Beckham from oh, LSU. The Honey Badger, we called him. No, that was that was that's Todd. That honey Badger is. Oh, you're uh, right. You're right. Tyrone Matthew. Matthew. Tyrone Matthew. Shit. But yeah, that, but he was a year was. first. Damn, LSU's getting. It's mm-hmm. okay. I'll we had a lot of football drama in that town. You did? Yes. Wow. I was Jordan Jefferson days. Do you remember that? No. Oh, man. Good times. But yeah, a lot of football drama at LSU. And then you went from Louisiana to Cali. Yes. How, what, how old were you when you came over here? 23. 
How was that? It was pretty crazy. I had graduated from LSU. I was still bartending at the time. And this was when Instagram kind of just started. Mm -hmm. And I was posting on Instagram and I would get like, you know, 5,000 followers a week. And at at the time I ended up with like 250,000 followers and I was doing some modeling here and there. And I'm like, I can't live and die in Louisiana. Like, not that it's, you know, that's a lovely way to live if that's what you want. But in my head, I was like, nah, this isn't going to make sense. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, if I'm going to bartend and model, why don't I go to Vegas? And then somehow that turned into L.A. L.A. seemed like the harder choice, which seemed like the right choice. So then I moved to L.A. I had $3,000 left from my bartending budget after I'd paid for the moving truck. And whatever else I had paid for. So, yeah, I struggled for like two years in this town and it was hard, but we made it. Tell us, <laughs> about, made it. Tell us yeah. about the struggles. What was like? like oh, my God. Yeah, because L.A., people come to L.A. because you're coming to Troy. AF. Yeah, totally. and a, Yeah, and a lot of people, I mean, it, this is one of the most expensive places to live in the world. The rent is crazy. And I moved here and I thought like, oh, I'll get a bartending job, which I did. But making, you know, one fifty to two hundred dollars a night isn't really gonna cut like a seventeen fifty rent. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I, I don't know how I even just survived. And there was actually this funny story. One time I was hanging out with Dan Bilzerian and we went to this like crazy guy's house late at night and he loved to golf. And he was like, I like to hit my golf balls off my yard and hit them into these like mega mansions down the hill or whatever. <laughs> and he goes, or... <laughs> Isn't that crazy? He had a whole setup. And there were these beautiful girls there with Dan. And he goes, if any of you girls can hit the golf ball into the yard. And it was actually a celebrity's yard, but I don't want to say it. Just I don't want to give him trouble. Oh, my gosh. But he said, if you can hit the golf ball into the yard, I'll give you $2,000. That that's right. You're like, I'm hitting that's that rent. golf ball. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need this. And I was like, <laughs> let me go last. And I watched every girl. It must have been like eight girls. I watched their foot placement. I saw the swing. I like studied it as hard as I could. And I hit two of them right where I needed to hit. And I got $2,000. And that's how I paid my rent that wow. month. And I'll never forget that story my entire life. But that's that. It was a struggle. The yeah. The struggle, struggle is real. And, the, and, and then the hustle is even better. Going last, paying attention, being like, okay. Because I'm not going to lie. When we go to Top Golf, you do see some great swings. And you yeah. see some, some wild swings. Really? But, you know. But that is so smart of you to watch the footwork and the swing and all of that. And that is one thing that I feel like a lot of people don't know by looking at you is that you are smart. You are educated. Mm -hmm. You are so much more than a pretty face. And I want to get into some of that. What do you think is the biggest misconception about you? I think people think, I mean, I hate to even bring up the B word, but people would think like I'm a bitch Mm -hmm. or mean or something. And that is so just off. It's just yeah. not my cup of, I mean, I've been underestimated my whole life. So the last thing I'd ever do is underestimate another person or gossip about another person. I don't get a kick out of talking shit. Like that is just nothing in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not really materialistic. I love investing in things that last and make sense, but I'm not, I don't need a ton of money. I don't need to date a rich guy. I just, every almost everything you think that I would be, I'm completely opposite. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, and it's definitely annoying. It's hard being misunderstood all the time. That, that was one of our big ones because yeah. when we're asking our audience, like, hey, what do you guys want to know? And mm-hmm. it's all like the basic bullshit that comes our way. Is she single? So many. And it's just, oh my God, we but it was just so it. many, like, of those comments that, you yeah. know, I'm sure you see all of the time. Mm-hmm. Then there was also the one from, like, Ken Firefighter who said, is she currently seeing someone? And if not, would she be interested in seeing someone from Canada? 
Maybe who's hey. a firefighter? Hey, <laughs> Canadian, eh? I am super single. And speaking of people getting it wrong, I have learned like so many lessons, I think, the last few years in dating. I think that's what a lot of people, honestly, if they need to, like, if I brought any value to this world, I've been studying how to deal with guys and being in love. And I can debunk a lot of the myths about hot girls and what it takes to get a guy and how mm -hmm. to get a guy to commit. I've actually learned a ton of skills along the way. Tell. Are these, are these God, skills yeah. of how to get a guy from a single woman? Oh, my God. No. Wait, what? No. How do I... <laughs> well, I think really in my dating history, I've dated some of the most notorious bad boys that actually are alive today. I've dated mm -hmm. Callum Best and Justin Bobby and Dan Bilzerian, and I've had long relationships with these guys. So I kind of I understand how to get a guy to commit. I kind of understand how to attract a mate, but I can also tell you exactly why they're not lasting. And, you know, I've just I've just been out here studying. Give us some tips for the listeners, for all the single ladies out there. What are some things to look for? Oh. What are some things to do or not to do to keep a man? Oh, my God. I feel like I've been waiting for this for like the last few months. Okay. Here's number one. This is like the biggest lesson that I think I've learned with all my friends dating the last few years. But women, the other team plays dirty. They play dirty as fuck. They play dirtier than our brain would even fathom that they are willing to play. Like the way they they're good at uh, weapons, you know, they're good at weapons and they'll weaponize love and a fraud and a fairy tale. I always say begin the same exact way and you're not going to know the difference. So when you go to fall in love and when you go to attach to someone, I think it's important to keep two lenses on. You keep a lens on like, okay, this might be real. This could be lovely, but you got to keep another pair on that's like, in case this is all a fraud, mm -hmm. I can pull the ripcord and jump out. And you have to be willing to jump out when your body and soul are already attached. Mm. And that takes a lot of discipline. That takes a lot of practice. That takes like, that takes a lot of self-love and self courage. Self-love. Yeah. Because the way attachments work, our whole body and being think that we're not going to survive this. They think when we, when we make a physiological bond, it thinks, oh, we're going to, we need this person to survive. They affect our heart rate, our sleeping patterns, everything. Mm -hmm. And so oh. your body's going to be like, you're not supposed to survive this, but you have to have your mind go, yes, I fucking can. And yeah, it's just, a, there's a whole lot of science with love. And I spend a lot of my time doing that at home. Like I'm just studying this all the time. So when I'm dating someone, I'm just collecting data. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy. Like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. You were just collecting I data. I love yeah. that. I'm practicing. I'm like, I'm like, figuring I was, this out. I yeah. try this thesis on this one. Here we mm-hmm. go. Right? What is the best piece of advice that you've received and also given because I just from interviewing you before and staying you know in touch with you following you and whatnot hearing you on other podcasts I know you are so wise but what would you say is the best piece of advice you've given and received I think the best piece of advice I've ever given is no one is going to know what you're capable of beside you. Mm -hmm. Like you can't, just like you said, people are going to put me in a box. People thought I wasn't, I don't know what people thought I was going to do with my life, but I said, you know, I wanted to model. I wanted to be in a magazine. I want to do this, whatever. Like, you know, I made millions of dollars. Like I did this all by my fucking self because I said I could and I knew I could. Mm -hmm. I can do anything and you can do anything if you actually believe it and you're willing to work for it. And I think the universe really like keeps score. So you might not have the dream job that you want today, but are you prepared for it if it came? Because you could probably be, you know, improving your health. You could maybe be improving your mind, your patience, your everything. There's so many things that you can be doing to show the universe that you're ready. So when that opportunity comes, you're, you know, it's there. Mm -hmm. I just think that there are no limitations. Like don't allow people to put limitations on you because they're stupid and they're doing Mm -hmm. that for their own self-interest. They're doing that for their own projections. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Who told you, who gave you the advice, eat an elephant one bite at a time? One of my financial advisors, actually. Wow. I get stressed out a lot. I actually have an anxiety disorder. And so I get freaked out. Everything seems really big. And I also, I used to think in a way that anything that can go wrong will go wrong for me. And that was really, really unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Because you can't control everything outside of your control. You can only control your actions, your thoughts. And Mm -hmm. if your thoughts go into, I can't help myself, you definitely find yourself helpless. And I can feel, you can feel that emotion just kind of like grow. Yeah, you got to like one bite at a time, your problems. But also I've been doing, so I, a little backstory about my last year in life, but the last four months or so, I finally paid for a a very expensive therapist and I had put it off. I'd gone to therapy when I was in a terrible relationship a few times, but I'd never gone by myself. Mm -hmm. And so I finally went and I've been attending therapy for the last few months. I thought that if I could get my mind working better, that my work would be better and everything else in my life might improve. And I was 100% right in that assumption. Mm. But um, I thought if I've spent my whole life being very, very anxious, there's nothing that is stopping me from doing the opposite and going to radical happiness or radical optimism. And so instead of saying, don't be anxious, I'm giving myself a new task and I'm saying, be a radical optimist. So think everything's going to work out for you. Like totally flip that switch. So instead of saying, don't do this, I'm changing my own mind and doing radical happiness, radical optimism. And so that's what I've been working on the last month or so. I love that. That's amazing. Just changing your thought process because your thoughts are so powerful. And also 
when you were saying about the universe. I know you're a person who has vision boards mm -hmm. and a house, 1.2 million. Oh, a house. A oh, yeah. My first, that was my goal list. Yeah, your first goal. So mm -hmm. I want to talk about that because I know you have a house. I do. Yeah. How long have you been in the house? Is it everything you dreamed of? Is it the house from your vision board? It's actually... The goal was that my very first house that I toured with the realtor was perfect. It was 1.2 something, but I got a little nervous. It was right when the pandemic started. So mm -hmm. it was March. My vision board was April. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, shit. First of all, who buys the first house? And then I did. Well, you know what? If you manifest. <laughs> but right, it was my it vacation comes. house also. It wasn't my like forever home. It was my vacation house. But yes. But I think and you're <laughs> like me. I feel like if you have a plan, you pick the universe giving it to you right off the bat, like. For some people like us, that makes sense. Yeah. It was actually the second one I looked at, though. It works. So. I, I could see the appeal of walking in and be like, oh, right. this, this, is, in like, my, this, this is, is in my budget and this is what I want to do. And yeah. I get it. Bam. And who wants to shop and be stressed about their heartbreaks with the house? But yeah. But so the first one, I was like, you know what? Not yet. And I spent the year getting even more reorganized with my finances. And I shopped again the next year. And I found the perfect house. It's even more expensive than the vision board. So it's uh -huh. much bigger, much nicer. And my house is just, I don't, I don't show it off enough, but I think that's kind of tacky, you know? Mm. I don't know where the line is. I want to show everyone where it's designed. Yeah. But I, but I feel like it's, I don't know. I want to show everyone because it's like a piece of you art should. to me. You should be proud of it. You've worked so hard for it. But mm. I see what you're saying where you don't want to be like, look at where I live. Yeah. But you know, but it's also like, yeah, look at what you can do. You can start out after college bartending $3,000 to your name, struggle yeah. for a bit and end up here. Like, I think that's a great story to tell people <laughs> to have those positive yeah. things come to fruition. You're right. I think when it's full, it's almost done being designed on the inside. But when it's finally just staged correctly, you maybe have to I'll do share. a house tour. I know. I don't know why I'm so nervous, but it's very my house is very romantic. It's not like it's not like what most people buy these days. It's got a lot of charm. It's very feminine. The structure of it is just unique and it's full of flowers and life. And, you know, every window looks like a painting. I love that. Yeah, I really lucked out in that yeah. department. No, you should be so proud. You have worked for this and a house tour definitely needs to happen in the future. Thanks. Yeah. I need to work on uh, my narcissism a little bit. What, what, what makes you say that? All right. Like maybe you just need to up it a little bit because before, you know, narcissists are kind of the pathological ones can be very dangerous to other right. people. Correct. But a healthy dose of being full of yourself is sometimes good. Mm -hmm. And I think my I've let it go a little too low. Like I need to fill it up a little more. Yeah, you definitely need to have a little bit of that in there because it also helps you with your conversations to yourself. It's like, no, yeah. I do deserve this. I'm going to get this. Yeah. yeah. But especially in this world we're in, when we're in the public eye, you have millions and millions of followers. People are judgmental. So I feel like we always have to second guess the things that we put out publicly because what are we going to get back when yeah. in reality we shouldn't give a fuck. <clears throat> yeah. But you do. And if we were true narcissists, we wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we everyone in this but room care. cares yeah. about other people yeah. and we even like make ourselves lesser or we don't want to show our achievements off that because part. we mm -hmm. really don't want to, we don't want to make someone else feel as type of way. Right. But really, mm -hmm. you deserve to be happy. Yeah. Congratulations on the house. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And I will help you with your gym. Oh, 100%. please do. Yeah. I want to build a garage gym. I'm going to be so excited. Ooh. Yeah. 
I'm committed to building a garage gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, and I have all of it, like all the plans, but I need the stuff, like the equipment. So you, you know me. who, yeah, I was going to say, you know who has a really good at-home gym is Tom Sandoval. Oh, I saw the video. He's, yeah. got, he's got like a fun little, so he built it. His is in one of the spare rooms upstairs. Uh-huh. And then, and then I tried, I was like, we went in there. He's got his plasma screen, his treadmill set up, the, the tonal and everything, which is, it's a great, perfect setup. And then we moved and I was like, honey, I'm going to, we got the treadmill. I'm going to make this gym in our garage. Not the same appeal because we've got low ceilings. We've got a car in there. It's like, so. But it's it a lot of work. Is. We'll yeah. make it work. Wait, can I ask a, a scoop? Can one of, yeah. can you guys do like the MTV Cribs? Ooh. I want to see all the cast of Vanderpump on MTV Cribs because you guys have fireplaces. Like that would be fun. Yeah. Please, that's me requesting this into the universe. Put all <laughs> Perfect. Maybe cribs. we could just do, if it's not an MTV Crib version, we could just do a YouTube Crib right? version where yeah. on Sheena's YouTube, YouTube channel, mm -hmm. we go around and we check out their cribs. Yeah. That'd be fun too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they brought it back and they're showing people, I'm like, I'd love to see your guys' spots. Yeah. And sadly, a few cast members aren't in their homes anymore, but there are still some good houses that we could show. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking wrong. Okay. All right, y'all, it is a brand new year and EveryPlate is here to help you achieve all of your resolutions. Brock and I have been so over grocery shopping lately that we have resorted completely to delivery, delivery of groceries, delivery of meals. And EveryPlate is what we are getting our meals from right now. And they also help you save money with delicious, affordable recipes delivered straight to your door. It is so nice to wake up, open your door, and boom, fresh food is on your porch. Plus, if you're looking to cook more like we do, Every Plate helps you expand your cooking skills with these very easy-to-follow recipes you can whip up in just six simple steps. I think it's going to be a great year doing food this way at home with Every Plate. Saving money is top of the mind for most people right now. New year, new me. Let's save some money. Let's not be spending it on unnecessary things. But one thing that is necessary is food. And America's Best Value Meal Kit helps you do just that. Save money all year round. I don't know if you knew this, but I'm going to let you know a little secret. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. So if, you know, find more free time is on your New Year's resolution list, then get every plate and take back the clock with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in 30 minutes or less. It is so easy. We all know Brock is more of the chef in this relationship, but when I have meal kits like every plate, it makes it so easy for me to follow a recipe and throw together a beautiful chef curated dinner for my husband. I always thought that meal delivery kits were going to be expensive because other ones that I've done in the past have cost more, but every plate is literally saving me money and keeping us eating right in the new year. Right now you can get a dollar 39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code Sheena139. So get started with every plate for just $1.39. That's $1.39 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code Sheena139. That's up to a $134 value. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, I'm Eileen Kelly and I'm the host of Going Mental. After struggling with these incredible highs of a booming career and then the unbelievable lows of losing my mental health, I voluntarily admitted myself to a psychiatric hospital. I ended up staying over five months learning not only how to better manage my symptoms, but also just get my life back on track. So I'm here to say that no matter where you are, you're not alone. On my show, Going Mental, I'm going to be talking to guests about their own mental health journeys, as well as talking to professionals. New episodes every Thursday, and you can find Going Mental on Dear Media anywhere you listen to podcasts. Going Mental all of the time. All right. So I had some people ask about your calendar. Mm-hmm. Are we still doing the calendars? Is there a 2023 one? What can we expect? You guys, I literally am not doing one. Wah, wah, wah. I know. It's so sad. Aww. And Why? it was kind of disappointing. Well, like I said, the last few months I started with a therapist, realized how anxious I was as a person. And when you do a calendar, you kind of have to have it shot and done in like October. Mm-hmm. And I put the stylist, the sets, the I do all the edits. I do all the work. I'm even the shipper. Like I'm in charge of the shipping. And oh, I wow. run all that to get, you know, I run yeah, it because it's a easy. Lot. Yeah. And I just, once I realized the toll that being highly stressed was actually taking on my body, I thought, nope. And it doesn't mean that there aren't new things coming, but I kind of wanted to, I think sometimes you've got to stop something if you want to open up the universe for other things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to make sure, you know, I'm having fun. Everything I'm doing is fruitful and it just wasn't the time for a calendar. Yeah. But I, I'm hopeful in that that means that bigger and better, more awesome things are coming next year. Well, yeah. TV show, I hear. Yeah, I'm attached to, I'm a, I have a series regular role on a show called Paper Empire that we've been filming in Miami. Congratulations. Thank you. We have a like a really fun classic cast on the show. And ooh, Denise Richards is a part of the show, actually. No way. Yeah. And she looks amazing. I've seen some of the edits and they're fire. Yeah. And then I have a movie coming out next month called Alone at Night. We're in select theaters and on demand January 23rd. And that has a great cast too. g Easy, Winnie Harlow, Pamela Anderson, Paris Hilton's in the wow. movie. Yeah. And I got to act alongside Paris. That's so sick. exciting. Yeah. It was really fun. How fun is that? Yeah. So I'm hoping when, you know, some doors close, other ones open. Yeah. Screw the calendar. We got yeah. TV and film. Yeah. And, I, and I'll hit you back on, I'll hit you back on like the, you know, once it's all organized and it's yeah. easier for me, I'll give you another one for sure. But this is that that grind mode where definitely mm-hmm. what is going on with the podcast? Same thing. It's kind of on pause. Yeah, same mm-hmm. thing. And I know that's not fun. I feel like we're in this era where 
everything is, what are you doing? Instant gratification, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But I really do think any real artists, like I think there are years when you're, you're writing the script and I think there's years when you're on the stage mm -hmm. and I really did a big year of character development, mind, body, soul, team, all of it. So I don't feel so guilty about putting things on pause is actually, I think me growing into who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And not just doing everything I can at once. I think it's letting the universe kind of give it to me when it goes in the right way. And totally. it gives you time to kind of water that garden and whatever it is, if whatever business it is, and it gives you opportunities to do other things yeah and so that's a great is it who's your therapist because this she's is great right yo, they, 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 know, like, what you're talking life. right now is a great if for a lot of people to listen like we don't have to be doing something mm -mm. to be progressing in life yeah. we don't have to be successful and here here and here and then keeping up with like you know keeping up with the joneses it's such like a misbelief and it really takes a toll on your mental health yeah where you're trying your to body. where the, where mm -hmm. the expectation is Hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, Z. It's just kind of like, I'm just grinding. Like, yeah. that's it. And, and that's all I'm going to say. I'm not, I'm not thriving here and there. But understanding that it's time. You don't always have to be delivering a new calendar. You don't have to be delivering a new project. You know, because sometimes projects don't work. And I think if yeah. we can be more comfortable talking about the failures yeah. with your friends, then it's, just, then it's just therapeutic for you to have better relationship with your friends. But having those conversations of just like, oh, yeah, I'm actually struggling with this. Yeah. You know? Is there a project you've done, a product you've put out or something that's just totally tanked? No. That's thank good. God. That's yeah, good. thank God. No. Yeah, yeah nothing's been a tank. Yeah. Things have been fun. You know, a lot of this year too, it's been, I manage my OnlyFans page too, which is kind of a mm -hmm. huge page. Yeah. And that is a big thing. And my sales have gone up like crazy this year because I focused on something that oh, was yeah. fruitful and easier. And it's like this, you know, I gave up certain endorsement deals because I could make more money direct to fans instead mm -hmm. of doing the brand deals. So I'm kind of like in this middle ground. So and even though I'm, you know, putting the podcast on pause, my next venture is buying a, you know, investment real estate property next year and mm -hmm. at the top of the year. So I was doing some finance stuff and it's just, you know, growing. Sometimes it looks like you're not doing anything, but I'm telling you, I've been like a cocoon in the the caterpillar in the cocoon. Yeah. You know, totally. And you seem very self-aware. You know what works, what doesn't, what you can put on pause, what you need to focus on. And that's so important. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Good Thanks. for you. Thanks. Totally. How do you find dealing with 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 like direct to fan, like only fans? Because you, you actually get to have great relationships and build these relationships with your fans. Dude. So tell, yeah. It's sick. Yeah, I've, it's so funny because being in Hollywood, I think you'd always thought like right now I got offered a model contract, like a mother agency to find me, my agent, whatever. And I'm actually in an amazing position where I'm like, do I even want to focus my time on that? Do mm -hmm. I even want to go help build someone else's brand by modeling for it or do that? Because I have this amazing, authentic, organic fan base, you know, and I didn't have rich parents. I don't have a sexy husband who's, you know, finessing the situation. I didn't, I'm not, I might not be every brand's fantasy, but I'm man's fantasy and I've got this huge thing yes. that is real and that I built. <laughs> you know, back in the day, like a lot of the, like Anna Nicole and like Pamela Anderson, you know, mm -hmm. it wasn't this, I had a, you know, I had this in. They were just natural, raw talent. talent. Yeah. And I feel like I've had, I've liked my followers and my people because we have this kind of relationship where that's what we've grown to be, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's fun. See, if I was working, if I had a narcissism that I was trying to up, uh -huh. 
I would say that better, but that was even so uncomfortable for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were fidgeting, my... you were yeah. moving around saying it. I'm like, like ah. is it okay to say that it's awesome? Yeah. yeah. No, no I think, absolutely. I, I, Be proud of what you do. Yeah. You have provided this beautiful life for yourself Thanks. and you should be so proud. It's a it's it's a lot of so work. Still. And if people anything, don't get that. No, and I feel like if my story, you know, if I do great things in life, which I plan on, I like the idea that we're going to go back and be like, yeah, she moved here with three grand and this was all real. And mm -hmm. these are all real followers and no one helped her ass out. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. I like it. It's kind of edgy. Yeah. So I'm just going with it. No, I agree. M.Ann wants to know, as a woman with a curvy body myself, she said, do you find dating harder too? And do you have any tips? God. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> that's that, that. That in itself was just like a. That's like pulling a string and unraveling many, many questions in there. No, the, look, great question. But dating is trash for everyone involved. It mm -hmm. does not matter what you look oh. like. It doesn't matter if you're the hottest chick in the room, the curviest, no, you know, flat chested, whatever. Dating is trash. It mm -hmm. is hard. It doesn't matter. You can't be good enough to be absolved for any of the dating problems. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no way out of it. It is just hard. It doesn't matter what you it's look so like. It's so hard. It's the hardest part about it is you're dealing with humans, and that's that's the nuts and bolts of it, really. And speaking of yeah. humans, Gina underscore Sotil <laughs> said, "What is it like being one of the best humans on the planet?" Boom. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Damn. What is it like. Lonely. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, it's good. It's fun. I'm having a, I'm in this, like, I'm fully single right now, speaking of dating. And it's kind of nice not waking up and having anyone hit me up. Like, mm -hmm. I have no good morning, good night text. It's fun. I feel alive a little bit. Yeah. You know, I don't mind it. Yeah. Good. I love that. Let's talk a little bit more about the fun side of living this life of being in LA. And you mentioned it earlier a couple of high profile exes. Oh yeah. We've seen the parties. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the experiences. Like how, what is that like to kind of like be able to be, to go to these events and to be around it? What, like first off hitting golf balls into neighbors, into neighbors got backyards. Mm -hmm. But what else, what else <laughs> are like some fun stories that like some fun moments when you like pinching moments. Well, I have them all the time with Sheena where I realized like we get to have this experience and mm -hmm. we're filming. For example, last year we had our own Coachella. Went to the Polo Fields grounds and had our own little mini festival. That was fun. Mm -hmm. and it, and it was so fun. It, and it's just like cool pinch me moments where I'm just like, wow, this is very blessed, very honored. Do you have many, many top of mind ones outside of making two grand from a backyard ball? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> God, that was a good one. But I think, you know, when I dated Dan, those those moments were really big because I moved to LA and he was the first person I met here. So How'd it was you guys meet? At the Playboy Mansion. Oh, it was one of those nights. Mm -hmm. I I known like one person here. I go to Warwick. I meet a stranger. And the day of the Halloween party, they say, we can get you in. Meet us at the Roosevelt Hotel and like wear a costume. And so I go buy a pitchfork and double horns and I'm wearing like black underwear. And I go to the Playboy Mansion for the first time. And I met Dan Bilzerian. And then that night I saw Dan's house and I was in a Rolls Royce that had like a zebra rug. And like, it, and, and Blue Jay way, just seeing the first like mega mansion kind of, you know, very expensive yeah. house. Shocking. Yeah. Like that is just so, I'm from Louisiana. I'm not even from a place where rich people are around. Like yeah. we don't know anyone. <laughs> like it's not like that at all. So that, those kind of rock star moments and, you know, meeting the celebrity. Mm -hmm. Dan was around a ton of celebrities and brought a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't even know. I mean, there's just so many to start, but some of them I can't even tell you about because they're late night. 
mm-hmm. and naughty. Yeah, but Playboy Mansion, <laughs> you always meet someone at the Playboy Mansion. Really? Yeah. I guess I never had that moment before. I did. I used to work all those parties. See, oh. okay, by the way, I was thinking of things to like talk to you guys about. Yeah. I would love to do like a Sheena flashback, like where we heard all your fun stories, because I feel like you'll casually just mention like, oh yeah, and I this was with John Mayer, and then this was with so-and-so, <laughs> and I'm like, I want to hear all these stories. I was playing poker one last year. We were filming poker. Oh my gosh. And I was, have you watched the TV show back in the day, in, Housewives? Well, there was the TV was show, Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives, remember that? I know, but yeah. And then He's, there's that, the John pool Tucker guy. Must John die. Tucker, the guy from yeah. John Tucker, pool guy. Yeah. So we're sitting down, and I was like, oh, this, I've seen this guy on TV before. Like, I'm like, I don't know anybody from left and right. And so I was seeing playing poker, and he's like, oh, how do you know everybody here? I'm like, oh, I met the Toms through my fiance, you know? And then he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, she's pretty cool. It's all right. She didn't date too many legends before me. Like, she set the bar really low with the dude she was dating. And then, and then it turned out that he was one of them. Stop. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's funny is literally yesterday, we moved the rest of our stuff from our San Diego house to Palm Springs and to Marina Del Rey. And I'm going through these boxes and I found the Marc Jacobs sunglasses that he bought me back in 2007. Wait, you dated John Tucker Must Die? Yeah. <laughs> Who else have you dated? This oh is Oh my amazing. God, so many. I've thought about, do I write a little black book? Do I, when I write <laughs> yes. a book one day, do I talk about the early Hollywood days? But then I'm like, I'm a mother now. The ho Hollywood I'm days. My Hollywood days. You know, I'm a wife. Like, I don't know if that's inappropriate, but... Girl, I got some stories. Yeah, I would love to hear all the stories. <laughs> well, when you bring back the podcast, I'll come okay. tell them. There okay. you go. Now I have to. <laughs> Pressure. So speaking of businesses and things that you have been doing, let's get that away from me back in Hollywood and talk about a business you have here in LA and that's Sugar Taco. Yeah, we love Sugar Taco. Love Sugar Taco. I hear that there are a couple more locations opening. There are. The next one is Long Beach. That's yes. the next one on the T. But I don't know if I'm allowed to even say the next one because they haven't posted it yet. So I don't oh, want to break the news. Okay. But we just had a meeting yesterday. And there's another one in the works. Yeah. Sugar tacos on and popping. It is. It's so good. It really is so good. It's nice to have somewhere that's family friendly, plant based. Mm -hmm. And even our Ventura location, it's perfect for the little ones because we have this little like little kid, play area. The kid play area. Yeah. And the moms love it because they're like, oh, my God. Like, there's not a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of restaurants play. like that. No, no. They're, and that's crazy if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because because we, we, we missed the generation. I remember when we were little, we used to be able to go and play in some playpens and all that. Yeah. But, we used to go to McDonald's and like fly off the slides. Like, yo, that, those were epic in there. I was like, we I weren't know. even going to oh McDonald's. God, we McDonald's. used to just go play. I would still go back. But what? when did they even secretly take those all away? When they realized, like, <laughs> oh, we don't, people that have yeah. kids to stay home, we'll just leave that like that then. Fine. Were we all asleep one night and like Santa Claus just came and took all the play places? Like, right? I just feel like I don't remember when they were taken. There was no news break about it. No, now that I think about it, I'm Shady. picturing the one that I grew up going to and yeah, that's gone. Just like we got like men in black, like flash, like there were these, like, yeah, no, were they actually even there? Yeah, it was like know. corporate America. They're like, oh, so that location there and that property right there makes no revenue as opposed to this property. So we'll just expand the restaurant and get rid of the playpen. That's that's what happened. But unfortunately, <laughs> we can stick with the men in black story too. Yeah. But yeah. We must have been in like middle school or something, just not paying attention. Right? Well, yeah, we stopped playing. We, you guys got too cool for playing in the playpens and then you realized that they weren't there anymore. Yeah, then like technology comes around and it's like, do you want to go on the slide or do you want your iPhone? Your virtual slide on the you iPhone. Know? Yeah, woo. Seriously. Crazy. Um, Speaking of celebrities then, do you have any kind of celebrity crush or someone you'd like to bump into one day and be like, oh, hi, how are you? 
No. Me neither. I've never had one. No. Never really? really had one. Do you? Well. Do you, honey? Yeah. I mean, no, mine, mine would all be like women I look up to. Like I always yeah. wanted to meet all of the Kardashians and people oh, like fun. that. And then I've ended up at events at NBC Universal, like upfront events <clears> or certain things. And then she's on the red carpet and then I'm on the red carpet. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I've met a lot of people like that. But I don't know that I necessarily have a crush. Interesting. Yeah, that's a funny question. Everyone asks you. you have, I have a crush. It's the I rock. was going to add that. You in do? The, yeah, that's the rock. Your oh, my oh, God. Yeah. But I have this hot take, too. You know how everyone thinks Pete Davidson is dating all the hotties? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who else is like his age and like single, single Rolling and through. straight and single? Yeah. And has that type of Rolodex, really? Like, He's I just like, oh. don't know. I'm like, who are all the available dudes? I don't know if I'm missing something. They got locked down. Mm -hmm. They got locked down. They got locked down real quick. Yeah. I really do feel like though Hollywood has kind of skipped some of our ages. Like, I feel like there's all those. They're the people that were in Hollywood 10 years ago they're still doing every mm -hmm. role and then there are tiktok kids that, yeah well, and i just feel like there's a huge gap of people that's gonna be age. the new that's the new hollywood like you're gonna see movies and you already see them now mm -hmm. of these influencers and creators creating their own movies they're not even going for acting is the you would thing. hope so but then like the, the people they cast for stuff sometimes they pick the people who are just i don't know <sighs> i feel like sometimes the people casted in certain roles are just totally off yeah these days yeah it's just it's well there's also if you look at the movie market like people don't really it's that how many hits do we get to watch anymore you just, you're just watching turnover they just need people they, True. you're on netflix you watch the stupidest movies now yeah. but you just watch it you're like oh this is what it is and that's kind of expected for the chase of attention they've gone for more more volume as opposed to quality and then you still wait for those quality but yeah. i mean we waited 10 years for avatar Mm -hmm. Finally I comes think it's more than that. Avatar was there when the <laughs> McDonald's playgrounds were up. And exactly. Right? <laughs> like popped back up. Oh my gosh. Are you still journaling? I know that's something that you've done for so long. Oh my God, yes. And I've increased my journaling. I used to journal when I would get really upset or anxious or stressed. Mm -hmm. And it's an amazing relief. But I've changed that. I journal when I wake up and before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And I know it sounds easy and I know a million people won't do it, but my God, like do it. Please it do is it. so, it will really help you regulate your mood. Like you check in with yourself. And I think there's something magic about putting words onto paper because I think goals come true faster. Like you feel better. It's, it's similar to therapy. It is some kind of release. It's strange how the mind just needs to get it out in some way. Mm -hmm. But journaling is amazing. Like Amazing, 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 amazing. Mm. And free. Yeah, I started a lot when I was going through my pregnancy and I started journaling. And then towards like my third trimester, I don't know, there was a day that I kind of just stopped writing in my journal, but mm. I still have it saved. It's in my like fireproof safe box because one day I know I'm going to want to look back on that. But I recently, I have no idea where it came from. He didn't order it. I didn't order it. Someone sent me a mental health journal and just out of nowhere, there was no note, nothing. And I'm like... Okay, I think wow. this is a sign that I should start journaling again. Wow. And I know that you've been really big on that. And that's something I want to start doing again, too. I think it's really good. It's a really good relief. And some of the books will tell you, you know, write for 20 minutes in the morning. Hell no. You have stuff to do. Mm -hmm. Just literally write two paragraphs about how you're feeling, how you hope your day goes, and maybe being aware of like, oh, this might have bothered me earlier. Just put it out and let it. I think... 
it's funny. You know how when you go to therapy, everyone's like, you have to do the work. Mm-hmm. But no one ever tells you what that means. Yeah. yeah. Like they never <laughs> say what it means. So it's kind of just this obscure term. But I think I think I've come up with what the work might actually mean in quantifiable terms. I think for me, it's meant reevaluating my past with pure honesty, like really looking back at my past and looking at it through a new lens. So it's been gathering that. And then it's been implementing new ways of thinking through like mind, body and soul. So body would be changing the way I ate, you know, healthy foods, being in healthy environments, prioritizing going to bed. And doing things like meditating and writing in your journal, they're, they're active recovery for trauma and they're active recovery for conflict and stress. And there are these quantifiable work-like things mm-hmm. you can actually do for your brain that I think it's, it's really a shame that not a lot of people get the benefit of therapy or get, you know, we didn't get taught mental health in school. Yeah. yeah. Because there are so many really easy ways to change your entire life that don't cost much. And journaling is fucking one that's totally. what you said journaling's free and it's and it's yeah and, it, and the biggest one and and we live in it now it's like well i want results now i want this now and mm-hmm. i want to be helped now and unfortunately it's not going to happen like that it literally takes time and it's about investing in now for wherever and i i saw the best meme it was some old dude on instagram and he was literally like if you think healthy food's expensive wait till you get your first sick bill yes. right oh well on that note yep you know, like 95% of, they say all, Ill, like most illness, the biggest precursor or factor is stress, right? Mm-hmm. My God. So we're doing all these things to work out our body and eat healthy, but we haven't, we haven't thought like, let me go readjust my mind a little bit. Yeah. It's really important because there are, there are even these conditions like fibromyalgia that stems from psychological issues and people have debilitating pain in life and you don't know when that's going to come on and you really don't want to cut your life early short or maybe cut the quality of your life early yeah. short if you can help it. Mm-hmm. And maintaining, maintaining a healthy mind is just so much more important than I think a lot of us have been taught. I definitely agree because, and the best part is, is a lot of people are talking about it. It mm-hmm. is like the hot topic of mental health is a, is a buzz button. And you know what? It should stay a buzz button because that's the best part of being, about being a parent is I remember how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Love my mom. I'm not going to judge at all. And we've all had different, but now we know better. And now we can actually try and handle these situations that we put our kids in and that they put themselves in and let them, you know, self-learn and, and all, all of love. But we really get to have the best of that knowledge of understanding what that actually means, how it will impact them mentally. And then that will grow faster and hopefully we can just do our best. And we're all doing our best, but yeah. I'm glad that the buzz button right now is mental health because yeah. it is a real thing. And it's I do think, thing. honey, with homebody i know you guys right now are trying to focus on like training programs and stuff like that but now just that we're sitting here and talking about mental health and whatnot i feel like that can be another angle with the influencers and people you get on is just maybe you know doing a live that's a check-in on a mental health like something like that Ooh. i feel like could be Fun really beneficial that's interesting. Yeah. love that yeah you know? little, little check-ins You're talking with about your favorite like, oh, creators we'll do weekly check-ins with the training programs and this and that but it's like how is your mental, you know, not just physical. I think that you can take homebody to a different level by not just focusing on physical health. And also I guarantee you talk spaces. nine out yeah. of 10 mm. influencers you get on this have struggled or are struggling with, or know someone struggling with mental health, if not all 10, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's interesting. Maybe we can even look into that mental health aspect for the new year. I mm-hmm. like that. Bob. Even yeah. workouts that are like restorative. Yeah. Or like, you know, there are no period 
workouts or like workouts for women when they're on their period. Right. And I'm like, I would love something gentle, but active. Yeah. Nothing out there. Like nothing. Really? Not that I know See, of. Because like in yeah. my space, I, I, we understand like you got to train differently during that. So when we talk to our clients, when we, that's interesting. It'd be nice if something was just branded like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes, you know, it makes me feel good when I put on that stupid lotion from the store that says stress relieving lotion. It doesn't relieve my stress, but, but I like the lie, yeah, you placebo. know. I, I, I like the placebo. Right? Yeah. I do. I, like, <laughs> I love stuff like that. Yeah. All right. I want a rapid fire. Okay. Okay. What are you most passionate about? Ooh, I think just being a decent human. Mm -hmm. I like being a decent human. I wish other people liked it as much as well. <laughs> best book you've read. The best book I've read. Oh, I love Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. I thought that that was a really helpful book about reframing how you think about money. But Why I Don't Write was a fiction one that I love. It's just dark and weird. Okay. Red flag. What's your biggest red flag? Shit. Ooh, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> I mean, honestly, talking shit about your ex, no point. You know, if someone talks shit about their ex in a way that is derogatory and not just, if they have nothing good mm -hmm. to say about them, usually not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. You know? Interesting. You know? Yeah. When you think about no, the conversation you have with an ex and you kind of like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Biggest pet peeve. Ooh, being negged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you, put that and in a, put that in a context for me. It's when someone gives you a compliment designed to undermine your self-esteem to where you're put, you have to kind of build yourself up. So they'll say, for example, you're so smart for a blonde or mm -hmm. you sound really articulate from being a girl from Louisiana. It's just this really dumb power play and it's a manipulative mm -hmm. behavior. But I hate when someone even tries to manipulate me because I can clock in, I can read it, and I'm like, not only are you doing this, you think I'm stupid and, and you, you don't respect me. Yeah. So you just hit me twice and I hate you. Yeah. Hate it. The backhanded compliments. Oh. You're so much prettier in person. It's like, thank you, I think. Yeah. Uh, that was, I feel like that's nice because like Yeah, but it's like you, but so you, I'm not pretty on the show? No, you also have <laughs> breakdowns over penguins, you know what I mean? Whatever. <laughs> Wait, I like breakdowns over penguins. <laughs> I like that. I'm here for it. I like hey, it that it was much. For that, charity, okay? Yeah, I who's like out it. here crying over a penguin? I like how much you're willing to love. So I think that, that is fucking dope. That is rare. That is a real personality trait that more people should get behind. Like I'm loving behind too it. much. You know what I mean? I'm behind it. Who's we, out here? I, when we much. first yeah. started dating, we we're in Australia. She flew over and we went to the Australia Zoo. What did I do? I thought it'd be cute to buy tickets. And on the checkout, they gave me a little upsell. They're like, would you like to sponsor a, a, a Dr. Koala? I was like, fucking course I want to do that. <laughs> Dr. Koala. I was like, hey, honey, I adopted a koala. The funny thing is, I didn't know about this penguin situation. Mm -hmm. So here we are just adopting the world animals for love. So mm -hmm. Wait, that I get is, it. That is honestly so romantic yeah. when you think about it, that the universe like paid it forward for you in that way. <laughs> right? Because no. I never got to meet the penguin, no, but I got to hug the koala. What was the koala's that name again? That makes you want to cry. That's cute. What was her name? Sounded I want to like... say Claire, but I think that's that's Summer's toy Carol? is Claire the koala. Yeah, it was something like that. But anyway, it's, Sandy, a, it's a funny... I didn't know about it until we came back to Australia and yeah. it became a thing. And I was like, no, wait, show me that scene. And then I saw the scene and you were crying mm -hmm. with who? Who was the old girl? Brittany's grandma? Mama. Mama. Yeah, me and Mama. Listen. I love that when you're going through the breakup and like the most random person is consoling you. Yeah. And you'll just be crying to a stranger and it's like, thank God you're here. I know, right? <laughs> no, no one else is here for me right now, but Mama's here. <laughs> that, was, that, that was, I think, my bigger problem. And when I came into the picture, I was like, if Sheena says the roof, the sky is red, it's red. 
Mm. I'll fight you for it because she mm -hmm. deserves that because she gives everybody else all that BS. She deals with everyone else's BS. And it got me in trouble often. Makes me arguing with the girls on the show, which is fine. But I realized this season, bite my tongue, I shouldn't be raising my voice and I got to count to three or 10. But still, <laughs> I got your back, honey. Fuck it. Thanks, That's honey. I love that. Yeah. That makes me think it exists. It keep does. That, keep that up. It God. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it, boys. Step up. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to give up. What would you say is your best quality and what is your worst? My best quality, I think, is my quick wit. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sharp. I Yo, can figure you out are a problem. Sharp yep. as, you're sharper than attack. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I think, yeah, I like the, I think I'm quick-witted. My worst quality definitely was my crippling anxiety. Mm -hmm. I had a very, very anxious mind. So I'm going to always actively be trying to get over that. But I really do think that this therapy has changed my life, as cheesy as that sounds. Yeah, no, That's it does. Cool. I think the way that I'm thinking is totally going to change everything. Yeah. So, And hopeful. I think as we enter into the new year, everyone needs to check in with each other. Be kind. You know, know that mental health is real. Ask people how they're doing. And just, mm -hmm. you know, it's so important that we're here for each other because you never know from the outside. You may see someone on Instagram who looks like the happiest person in the world, but you never really know what someone's struggling with. So just as we enter the new year, be, be a kind. kind human, period. Oh, yeah. Treat others people with respect how you'd like to be treated. And if you want to be treated like shit, keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah, or go find each other. Yeah, like just yeah. keep that in a hole because no one else wants to be treated like shit. So it's don't do it. I this The past few months, I've been doing this homework, learning about NPD and other personality disorders. And it really changed how I viewed the world because there truly are people who believe in a hierarchy of people. They believe that some have more worth than others. They believe that to their core. And they also, you know, there are also people who are sadistic and there are also people who suffer with psychopathy. And they're, so it's beyond um, like, you know, people having a bad day. There are these people who their minds aren't healthy Period. in such a way that causes, you know, devastating harm to individuals and communities and in relationships. I think everyone also, besides their self-work, has to learn about that and those things mm -hmm. because a lot of our celebrities, a lot of our politicians, there are a lot of people who are very sick-minded. Mm. And and it's quantifiable. It's obvious. And we gotta we gotta figure what, out. I think it's good to know what we're dealing with. What's a good place for someone of this is including myself? How can I start going down that path of exploration or understanding that? What would you recommend? A good book to read or a good practice for me to figure that out real quick? I love. I just read the narcissist in your life. It was pretty basic, but it was a very. I, I'll also get on these educational holes where I just Google just, shit nonstop. But the narcissist in your life was really helpful. Walking on eggshells is my next read. It's about bipolar disorder. I'm also reading the drama of the gifted child. It's about growing up in a, I think it's about growing up in a difficult environment, but having a, you know, a gift or being highly intelligent in a tough environment and how that plays out in adulthood. At least that's what I've heard it's about. But yeah, I read a lot. You should, Yo, reading is powerful. You, I know. Yeah, I like need to read more. I read a lot. I love reading actually. It's I wish do you I did. Have, like, do you have like a read list where people can go and see, check out your read list? No, but I should. You, should, you really, should make you, one. Do because, like an Amazon list yeah. where it's like your top books because that you, you can, read. Because everyone that listens to, including myself, I'm like, wait, it's very it's very empowering to hear you speak about topics. And it's like, wow, you really have taken the time. How do I follow suit? So mm -hmm. I would recommend that because I would definitely go on an Amazon list and find out what you read. Yes. yes. They have this site called Goodreads. They said it's like a social reading there club thing. Okay. We'll see. But yeah. yeah, I love reading. There's so much. Oh, my God. 
I don't know what it is. There's magic in reading and writing. The way that you absorb the information, it it just is different in the mind. It definitely, because I mean, when you once you leave college, once you leave high school, you stop educating yourself. You stop trying to. And then, mm-hmm. to be honest, I've really the last two years, especially being out of business and just being at home, I've really like I felt like I'm actually want to go back to learning again. I just want to be cognitively challenged yeah because i'm not doing it from day to day i promise you that and it's yeah. and especially bringing it in social media you're there swiping and all of a sudden you know what what's going on so i think that will be my new year's goal is to get dial into reading and just Ooh. and just focus on that mm-hmm. so i'm going to go into some of your reads thanks for that yeah you'd love that i feel like because there's so much self-help stuff and a lot of books are written by men like you'd love an atomic habits have you read i've that? read atomic habits great yeah. the secrets of the millionaire mind that's you i'm gonna that but that's on the list i haven't read but, that one yeah the 5 a.m club is more motivational but there's yeah, a 5 a.m club i've done 5 a.m club read that it's one? not fun it wasn't <laughs> anything like oh you've I'm actually like, yo, actually I'm lived I'm it like, yo, i haven't read, read the full above and I've got like the cliff notes of 5M Club and then I just put it into XP. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then for me, my biggest problem right now is figuring out self-love for myself, doing it for me. Ooh. Because I've always been an athlete. I've always done it for my team. Since the age of 16, when I got introduced into sport, it was never about me. It was about doing it, doing the right thing for other people in my in my team. And that has become a really, it's I'm trying to become a civilian. Like I take my hat off to all my clients that would get up in the morning and work out. They did it because they wanted to get it done before work. And it was just like, wow. And I, and my biggest, that's my biggest problem right now. The last two years, it's me stuck in that rut of my, I'm not doing it for myself, I'm doing it for my family, but I got to mm. figure out how to do it just for me. Oh yeah. If I can water my garden, because yeah. I can water everybody else's garden every all day, every day. I can do that. I'm, that's what I'm really good at doing. But then when it comes to like the self-love, you know, my daughter's going to grow up and she's going to hear these lessons I try and teach her. And she'll be like, well, what the fuck happened to you, dad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I remind myself, I'm like, oh, I got to, like, if I create this monster, I got to be the monster too. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you read a lot of books. Would you ever write a book? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think that's going to happen oh, at yeah. some point. I have, I actually have a plot and an outline at home. I have two done and I write poems a lot. That's something I like to do for fun. Nice. But I definitely think that will happen. Okay. So so I know we've got TV show, we've got movies, we've got mm-hmm. so much in the works for you. Anything else coming up that we can look forward to? God, I don't know. Hopefully something great. Everyone manifests. Yeah, yeah, everyone manifests. I might sign this agency contract and just start doing some serious modeling. Back. You know, I kind of miss the the industries type stuff. I feel like the last few years with COVID, we all got really independent. Yeah. And I kind of miss the Hollywood shit. I'm, I'm like, I'm missing, you know, strangers at photo shoots. I don't know. So yeah. we'll see, but fingers crossed. But everyone say a prayer. Yeah. Keep me away from these fuck boys. Let's add that into the prayer as well. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here, getting into some shenanigans with us yet again. This has been so fun. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. Thank you. I'm so excited for the show. Yeah. I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna it's coming soon. Yeah, oh, we, we're we, ready. We've got to wait for that Season release date. 10. Definitely. Coming soon. Tell everyone where they can find you if they're not one of the nine million people already following <laughs> you. You can follow me at Lindsay Palos everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it?
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.